0: We're potting.
1: Here we are.
0: Hello, my friends.
1: Today I'm reporting for Bo's bedroom floor. Mm. Oh.
0: What's the scene like it's over new there? Spot.
1: You know, he's got his little like daybed situation with the trundle down there. There's his desk with his all his artwork and his trophies. I just went through his books and cleaned that up for him. Some Legos, Signed Bellinger jersey.
2: Of course, a cute, Cody Bell in room, you know, show us where he was hiding the fruit
1: under the desk. I don't know if you could see there's like a little garbage can under there. That's where he was chucking the fruit.
2: Wow. That's so fun. fun. Bo's bedroom for people who don't know. Tell them, <laughs> tell them what happened.
1: So I would get I would when I when Bo had an iPad because you obviously, you know, it's been gone for so long. He used to I used to give him like an hour and a half stretches to just go in his room and play. And. I would always give him like healthy snacks while he was in there. And he would like, just guarantee eat them all because he's just playing the video game. So he's snacking. He's not even like noticing that he's eating like vegetables and fruit. And I gave, would give him stuff and all he always came back with an empty plate. And he came back one day with the empty plate and I went in his room to do something. And then I went to go change his garbage and all of the fruit was in that garbage. So he had chucked it in the garbage and then handed it to me like I ate it. It was just such disrespect. It was like, it was a real low moment for the two of us.
2: Lie in your face.
1: Dude, this, kid, this kid's the pulse. biggest liar. <laughs>
2: you should just flush it down the toilet. At least he's we're not she, a good liar.
1: We're trying to convince him not to become a catcher now. Now he's got this in his head that he wants to be a catcher. And we're like, Bo, you're not built like a catcher. Like you're on all these travel teams and baseball teams. You want to spend playing catcher on all of them. Like you're eight years old. You need to get like reps out in the field. Like see how good you are. No, he just wants the fucking gear. He wants to wear every piece of equipment that is made for him being in that sport on his body at all times. Like he made his friend, like his friend was mom asked me what to get him for his birthday. And I was like, he made a notes list in my phone and I was like, I don't know. He wants this like Evo shield elbow something. She's like, what is that? I was like, I don't know if it's more than $20. Don't get it. But this is what he says he really wants. He'll be excited. So she orders it and gets it. And it's a fucking elbow pad shield that to not get hit by pitches. I'm like, you're nine. What do you mean? (laughs) Only because he wants to get the first and take it off and hand it to the first yeah, base course. coach. Like he watches and wow. it. he just wants that moment. That's it. That's the only reason. And Cutter and I are like, yo, bro, this is going to fuck with your swing. Like this is a big thing on your elbow. Like you're a little guy. Like you don't need an elbow shield. Like it's going to mess up your swing. You've been like, you've been doing so good. No. I want to. I gotta wear the shield. I picked him up from practice today. The coach tells me, "Oh, he played catcher the whole time." I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. I was like, "Oh, Cutter's not going to be happy." And it's so funny because, like in Texas, like you could see the sport mentality here. Like the coach was like, "Oh no, no, trust me, parents make the decisions in these situations." And I was like, "Oh, okay, well, great. I'll tell Cutter to tell you what to do." And then he got in and he's like, Oh mom, by the way, uh, my coach was fine with me wearing my elbow shield. And you know, what was interesting was like, he had told me to take it off, and give it to the first base coach. And that's what I, that's what I thought you're supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Mm. I love him. I just like, I gotta let him be him. You know what I mean? I find myself like stopping myself from telling him what to do. Cause I know if he wants to play catcher all the time, he should fucking play catcher all the time. But like, it's a really hard moment as a parent where you want to let them be freaky mm-hmm. and do whatever, but you also like know he would be much better off like later in middle school and high school if he like was an infielder. If he wants to try baseball, he loved, it's all he it's all he does right now, guys. He walks around with a mitt and a ball twenty four seven. He's obsessed. You got to. So what do I do? Do I let him play catcher? I really didn't mean to dive into this, guys, right away. I, Sorry. I'll
2: tell you, when I played baseball for years, I played catcher, and it's—I uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think he wants to be out on the field, and also catcher's the hardest on your knees. Like
1: that's yeah.
2: It's not good. Yeah, he should. He should be. We're like, out on dude, the you're field. like a
1: lean, like really quick guy. Like you should be in the infield. You should be like running around getting balls.
2: Shortstop.
1: Like, right. And he's like, no, mom, what do you mean? Every time the pitch is thrown, I'm in the play.
2: (laughs) Oh, you know what? Well, you know what's interesting? I wonder if he wants to be catcher because that's where everyone's always looking. Like everyone's always looking at a thousand
1: percent. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's the actor in
0: him. he wants to be on screen. You know, this is I I just watched uh, rewatched Dead Poets Society last night, which ties Mm. into this exact thing because it's about your parents' desires for what your future is and what you should be doing versus your own, you know, sort of desires. And the whole thing is like, you know, Robin Williams comes in and he's teaching these kids about the arts, about poetry, and their parents all paid for this sort of preparatory school so they could go to, like, Harvard and Princeton. And, like, one kid tries out for the play, you know, and he loves it. And he has, like, the the premiere of the play, and he fucking crushes it and is like, you know dad is in the back and he's like you're i'm pulling you out of this school and you're going to go to a military academy and you're going to go to harvard and be a doctor and then like <laughs> i forgot how dark this movie is and spoiler warning if you haven't seen dead poet society but this kid just kills himself that night you know and just because he can't he doesn't want to do what his dad tells
2: him and he like just so, do you remember do you remember I gotta that, let him
1: play catcher I was gonna say Bo's gonna be catcher. at the
2: next game with like to dress like uh what is that like a full knight in shining armor you know he's yeah. gonna be going to first base like a clank a clank a clank yeah you just <gasps> let him oh my God. let him do what you. they're
0: gonna do you could only i guess you know you would know you're you're already a great mom but you're, you're they're gonna have to just like you're gonna have to just give them as as many tools as they can and ultimately like they're the ones that will make the decision you know
1: yeah, I'm also reading this really good book right now called The Whole Brained Child about like.
0: God, that sounds like awful.
1: It separates your brain basically into upstairs or downstairs or left or right, like left brain thinking, right brain thinking. It's very scientifical and it's very like clear, like explaining how the brain works. It's interesting to learn. I Can you really explain know what a
0: right example of a right brain so, person versus a left uh, brain person? So if you're
1: scientifical.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's scientific, Robert. It's scientifical. It's very scientific.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so tired. Scientology. Yeah. So, basically, but when they explain left brain, right brain, you're looking at children who have underdeveloped brains, right? You're not fully developed in your brain until your mid-20s. So, think about it when you're four and eight, like how far along you still have to go. So, it talks about like... When they're thinking in their right brains, they're very creative, they're very present, they're in touch with their emotions and their feelings. Like, it's when you're like, come on, come on, let's go. And they see a butterfly and then they just stare at the butterfly and, like, have no sense of the logical stuff. Like, it's time to go because they're so, like, in their emotions and their presence. And then the left, and also as an adult, that's like where you're creative, you're an artist, you're free, you're not. The left side is all logical, it's lists it's logistics it's it's how you survive all the blah 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 things we have to do so obviously kids live more in the right so it'll tell you how to like deal with a tantrum like for example if a kid comes if Bo came out in this room right now and he's like i can't sleep i would i could be like and he's like i can't sleep and i'm so you're just you're never with me and like blah, blah blah and i could sit here and be like You're being so unreasonable right now, bro. I was with you all day. Like, go to bed. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Like, that's what I would think because that's like the logic. But as as a child, they need to have any feeling they have be validated, like that it's like real, and like you have to, especially when they're very young. Like, explain them, like, oh, you feel sad right now. You feel sad. Like those are some strong things that you feel. And I would never want you to feel that way. I'm so sorry. You feel that way. You feel upset. Like I'm right here, but listen, I'm going to put you to bed. And I think tomorrow you and I should talk all about this. Let me figure out ways to not make you feel that way. Let me figure out ways how, you know, we can deal with this, these types of feelings. Can
0: I talk to women like that? I feel like that's a very similar
1: But that's what I'm saying, as I'm reading yeah. it, I'm loving it, but I'm like, oh, I can apply this in my life, like everywhere, yeah. Yeah. everywhere. And it makes you like understand people like, you know, when, when I can lose my patience and I get really upset and I rant and I stomp all over my house, like, I am fully in my downstairs brain. Like I have no access to my upstairs, like more mature area. I'm just like in my fucking feelings. Mm. Sometimes we have to like, let yourself explode even as an adult, as a child. It's interesting. Cause now when I like, I'm just, I'm diffusing things a lot better and I feel better about it. It may not have changed your behavior yet, but I feel better in the situation.
0: Right. I have a lot to learn. I really do. <laughs> you know i'm a, I'm as far right basement downstairs as you could be sometimes,
1: Rob, are you bartending at this wedding by the way
2: or are you in a bunker? <laughs> uh no, yeah, so my best friend is getting married, so I am in maine right now, and I'm in the, <laughs> you in a
1: bunker uh,
2: yeah, we're prepared for ready. war down here yeah. i uh i'm in yeah, we're in maine, we're going to uh it's it's wild can you you guys don't hear music right? No, No,
1: I don't hear anything.
2: Okay, there's a little music going on upstairs. I was worried. Hopefully uh, we're not... Is uh, everyone in good
1: spirits? Yeah.
2: Yeah, everything's great so far. Everybody's... Yeah, I think... Because, like, I got here a little early just to, like, hang with them, but I think everybody really shows up, like, tomorrow, you know?
1: Oh, so, oh, I always like that night in a wedding where it's, like, only really the closer friends that, like, have just come a little bit early. So you guys kind of get to, like, kick off the weekend together in a smaller crew. Bef- like, just, mm. it's like you make your connection and then you all spread out for the rest of the weekend because all the people are there, you know?
2: Yeah, sorry that I just got a little weird. The fa- Like, while I was just, like, it, like the father of the bride just like came in here and was like unpacking stuff into a freezer while I was like sitting here potting and I was like ah uh. it was so so weird it's just crazy but yeah everybody's upstairs they have a house his so his family has like there's 52 weeks in the year they like split this house one they have so many cousins and everything, and I guess everybody gets it like one week out of the year.
1: Oh no way! That's such a cool thing.
2: Yeah, so they took like their week, and then they took someone else in their family's week next week, and they have this house for two weeks. Everybody's coming up here. Like Rex is my best friend. He took me to like golf course today, and we went to see. Like well, he's like, oh, here's where we're gonna stand, and here's where we're gonna do this, and here's you know we had to go get all these coolers and fill excited. them with ice. And yeah, he's pumped. I'm I mean, happy there's-
1: for him.
0: Now, word from our sponsor. Look, I don't know if you guys are like me, but when it comes to trying to find a doctor, um, it's all about like, hey, who do I know that has a doctor or who's gone to the doctor? And let me ask them if they like their doctor or let me ask them if they know anyone that has a doctor that they like. I'm tired of that. And I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore.
1: That's right, because you have ZocDoc. It is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed that take your insurance and are available when you need them. And on ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten your teeth or fix an achy back or get that mole checked out. Anything ZocDoc has you covered. You can find and review local doctors. You can read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. So just go to ZocDoc.com and find the doctor that's right for you Book an appointment in person or remotely and one that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and we are one of them. So it is our go-to whenever we need to find a quality doctor, especially when you move to a new city. Trust me, finding all new doctors was a pain in it the butt. So i am grateful pain. for ZocDoc.
0: That's right. Um, look, I use, I use ZocDoc and you should too. go to ZocDoc.com slash pajama mm-hmm. and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's zocdo com slash pajama com slash pajama.
2: There's a lot on his head and I try and be like, yo, tell me what you need me to do and this. And he's like, yeah, I need stuff, but I need to like be there. So I'm like, yo, let's go. Like we just get in the car, we go, we're like-
1: Oh, that's so, you're such a good friend. That's exactly what he needs is somebody to just hang with him while he does all this shit. You don't yeah. want to feel like you're doing a bunch of errands when it's like your time to be celebrating too. So at least when you have your best friend doing it with you, it doesn't feel so laborious, you know?
2: Yeah, and we don't get to see each other very often because I've been living on the West right. Coast or whatever. So it's just great, but like- as soon as like you know around here, as soon as like six o'clock hits, everything's closed anyway. So it's like everybody eats, and then you just go out to the beach. You create like a giant fire, like a bon. Is it what is? It? Is bonfire? it bonfire? I was gonna say Castle's was gonna love this. I was like, is it bonfire or barn fire? Oh god, It's oh, a classic one. Robism. There's yeah. Another
1: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was. I, I would have. a
2: minute. I would have said ninety percent bonfire, but it sounded mm-hmm. dumb. On here, If I was in a conversation, I would have just said bonfire.
0: Honestly, love those moments. you know where, where you, <laughs> you say something and it's like you're just like a newborn baby. You know, like you were just birthed. You just learned something. It's like those moments are few and far between, but they make you, they really humanize you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we go on the beach, we make a barn fire. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start calling it barn fire. See if I can get that going.
0: <laughs> in your head, is it barn fire? Because... Barns always catch on fire in movies and things like this.
2: Yeah, I can picture a barn it really on fire. Really, is a big
1: visual they give in in cinema, isn't it?
2: It sure is. Because all the hay.
1: barn on fire? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. so fiery.
2: I've never yeah, seen the the a barn on again. fire.
1: I didn't know that.
2: What is what a bond? is a barn? Exactly,
1: bonafide fire. A motion uh,
0: to change it to barn fire. What
2: should we get? Let's. Oh, oh. I say bonafide
1: me. fire. A
2: bonafide bonafide fire. Oh, fire. is it a bonafide on, fire? Bonafide oh. fire. Wow, listen to I this. That was right. No, no, no. I was oh. saying, listen to Cass. What, yeah, he, what? Oh, yeah. Does bonfire mean? Welcome to our three idiots podcast. <laughs> a large open air fire used as part of a celebration, burning trash or something on this one. Yeah, but where? What is the original meaning? A fire of bones. The word is actually derived from a Middle English "bone fire," meaning literally a fire of bones. Wow. Okay. The earliest now, I don't know a whole word. lot about
0: bones is that you've got it's got to be really hot to burn a bone. Maybe that's why the the fire's just got to be huge and roaring. Hence the bone fire.
2: Wow. Yeah. Okay. What the more are they you doing know. We are
1: educating people left and right on today's pod. Let me tell you.
2: You're dropping
1: some knowledge, but
2: imagine how stupid you would have thought I was if I said, "Hey, is it bonfire or bone fire?" And then it would have turned out.
1: Yeah, you're right. I would have been like, "Yeah,
0: yeah, bone fire, you fucking
2: idiot." Yeah, I'm just gonna say that
1: side texting like, "What? Yeah, can you you fucking believe this this
2: I'm gonna say bone fire from now on so that people correct me, and then I go, "Oh, actually, actually, it's a (laughs) Middle English." uh, People love people like that. Yeah, love it.
0: That's when people go, uh, "No, it's not chomping at the bit; it's champing at the bit."
2: <laughs> and it is. Jamie, how how are you this week after the surprise Perry Caravello appearance last week? Yeah,
0: hey. we kind of need to talk to you about the the response from our listeners it's, it's has negative. been. Well, I would say it's mixed. I would say it's mixed.
1: Um, no, no. no. I feel th- like I've seen way more support in my direction
2: okay here, here's how you laugh, well, how do you don't I? know you need an episode where Perry's on but here's the thing mm-hmm. the engagement and the people who come out for Perry is yes. huge and people love it but there are some people in our camp who by the way I'm sure 9 out of the 10 of them never say anything they just listen to the pod and enjoy the pod which we appreciate and we love but the only time they choose to speak out is mm-hmm. when they don't like.
1: You guys need to help me with something. Because hold on. I'm really trying to get this. Okay. I am. It's fun that you don't. No, no, no. I, don't know. There's nothing I to am get. really, I'm really trying to understand what the fuck is so funny. Like, because I love you guys and respect you guys and like your taste normally. But I feel like, is this someone that's not okay that we're making fun of? Like, what's happening? I, I, like, I can't put my finger on how I feel about it, which is why I get so uncomfortable. Cass?
0: I think the discomfort is in itself what we're, sh- we're shooting for, and we should live in discomfort
2: more. That's what I was told.
1: That's answering nothing to me.
2: I think there, like, you have to get to know and just find out all these, here's the thing, we're interacting with Perry, where when me and Kasim learned about Perry, we just watched footage of Perry. And saw how he was, and you're like, oh my God, how is somebody really like this? Like
1: So he's really like this.
2: He's really like that. And there he's are things announced. that he there are things that have happened so many but then times. But are we making from, fun
1: of him? Like, is he okay? Is he not okay? Oh, he's fine.
0: I'm the, not making fun of anyone. I'm giving Perry the opportunity to like grow his audience and give him a bigger platform. He's one of my favorite streamers in the
2: world. Yeah, he's See, an incredible when you entertainer, stuff but he. Like
1: that. It sounds really sarcastic to me, and that like everyone that loves Perry is like in on the joke, and if you don't, then you don't get it. So it doesn't that doesn't feel genuine. So this is why this is confusing to me because you never break character.
0: Me and job, me and Rob watch have watched. What? Perry Are you going to for... call me Josh? Yeah, me and job. I was going to say me and Rob watch Perry for hours. And there's that, rarely a moment that where we get bored. That baffles
1: me. That baffles me.
0: And we interact. He honestly is my favorite streamer in the world. Um, but I did want to take just a couple moments to address some of the comments we've been getting um, in our social media. And okay, but wait, hold
2: on, one second. Let me ask Jimmy one thing. Sure. Jimmy, when you watch Real Housewives, do you feel bad?
1: They're not... This is two different things.
2: Jamie, you're telling me Sonia Morgan is just a totally fine...
1: No, you're right.
2: She's crazy, and that's Mm. why you watch her. You're right. Yeah, and and not... Hey, I'm not saying Perry's crazy, but I'm just saying if you did think Perry's crazy, I don't think...
1: So I guess I just... It's just not my sense of humor.
2: Maybe, but also here's the thing. It's like if we were... I think when there's someone who's like that, if we were prank calling his house and fucking with him, then you're fucking with somebody like that. When somebody, else put, when somebody else is a streamer and they're putting themselves out there and they're saying, hey, I make content. This is what I do. And me and Kasim enjoy that and we want him here to say like, oh, are you making fun of him? No, I find him extremely entertaining. Like Jamie, I this guy, well, I, and I use this example all the time. He went snowboarding two times. He got snowboarder tattooed on his arm yeah
0: along with skateboarder actor and comedian those yeah those are the pillars in which he lives by
2: jamie that's i mean it's it's unbelievable like it's really and here's the thing people in his audience point out to him how crazy the stuff he does so now he's like aware of this and that but but before there were so many people around to point out this stuff like he went and got that he went snowboarding twice got that too and was like this is fucking sick like this is a dope fucking tattoo, and yeah. like, have you ever done <laughs> that, anything
0: twice and thought that strongly of it to get a tattoo of that? And name? then never
2: went back, never done it again.
0: Right.
2: Well, and by the way, he says all the time, he's like, "Oh, I'm going snowboarding next week, next month, next this," and he just doesn't go. But he got a tattoo on his Jamie. He, and there's there's all these people who are saying like, "Hey, we they, we heard you you're selling all your stuff on eBay," and 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 i bought it and now i want it and he flips out on these people being like i'm not giving you my tv like i'm not, where like if somebody did that to you you would just be like oh that's like somebody's trying to fuck with me i'm not gonna go crazy and like right. lose my shit so just for people to for his reactions to certain things to me are extremely entertaining
1: and they're real like he's not trying to be they're like real allowed, he's that's not like playing his, a character that, He's not playing a character. He's not playing
2: a character, but I do believe sometimes he hams stuff up a little because it's been done so many times. He's aware it's like a... Well, he's got a catchphrase
0: and things like that where he knows he's got to, like, people want to see it, you know? Like with Rob, they want Rob to go, hey, no fucking ZD, that that he has his own version of
2: that. (laughs) It's,
0: oh, oh! It's um, look. I've been a fan of Perry uh, ever since Windy City Heat came out. I don't know two decades ago. I understand why some of you have had some very strong feelings about having Perry on the show, Jamie. I totally get your point of view because you've kind of been, we've kind of positioned Perry opposite the table of you, and in and in every time, and it every time, and some might say that that's unfair. Me and Rob say that that's good pod. And uh, but that just
2: happened not, naturally.
0: It just happened natural. We didn't egg you him. You guys on.
1: gave me nothing. You gave me zero warning. You yeah. gave me no like. We hung you out set to dry for me at all. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, we gave you no safety. We hung you no out faith. to dry in a one-on-one battle with Perry, like, and
2: no one wins against
0: Perry.
1: This is why some of our listeners are so upset. They yes. see what you've done to me. I and wanted- we're
2: gonna like we're gonna call you up while you're reading a book about parenting your kids mm-hmm. on your off time and be like hey we want to we want to give you the lowdown on this guest you know but well, yeah. me and me and Kasub have nothing to do we're watching hours of this guy and we yeah. thought you would appreciate him as much as we did
0: yeah uh, maybe we can all unite and uh sort of sit together um on his inevitable next guest on the pod but i did want to uh just um uh, make an, a public apology to some of the People that we really, really apparently offended. I love it. Um, too. one of the one of these people, uh, Miles Pop Twenty Twenty, wrote two comments on our Instagram. The first is, "Done with this show. <laughs> that was a disgrace having that garbage on. No one defended Jamie. F you all." Followed by, "You Ooh. lost me as a listener slash watcher of this podcast having an ass clown on there." No one having her back complete trash,
2: here's miles. what I think. I think if we got fans mm-hmm. who are gonna drop us that fast from having one guest on that they don't like, they were gonna leave eventually anyway. So I want to give miles pop
0: um a sincere apology from uh from Rob and I. We would love to have you back as a viewer. I don't apologize.
1: He's not gonna see this
0: daniel I Shark don't bait, apologize eighty nine says this is the first episode i turned off damn mm. Rob, what about the e- what about the enough.
2: episode where we had perry on the whole episode
0: maybe he he missed it the discomfort and lack of respect not for a loyal Jamie is obvious it's wow. not funny Listen
1: this ass army. clown
0: ruined the episode when he is on
1: another ass clown is so same guy sounds it's
2: like different. the same guy is making multiple accounts and he nice <laughs> probably doesn't watch our show anyway because he didn't know that perry was on before so i can tell you
0: for every one of those we got we got two work.
2: pro perry
0: comments so
2: okay and wait uh, here's the thing here wait let me ask one thing Cass. if you yeah. go back and look at our last three instagrams and you see how many comments we way got more on engagement it, now how many comments did we get and by the way mm-hmm. people are like oh you're trying to get engagement no 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 it's positive shit people
0: you we're trying Whoa. to get engagement. One out of one hundred posts were
2: engaged. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We don't yeah. even post shit. We're not trying to get engagement. But when when we do a pod and three people comment, and then you do a mm-hmm. pod and a hundred people comment, the amount of positive comments in there is way more than our normal pods.
0: Yes, yeah. and Jamie, I'd like to give you the opportunity to to apologize to Perry uh, for sort of mentioning that you were uh, watching his brother Kenny uh caravelle look what studio. you're doing with
2: that as soon as we started talking about perry she drops the shoulder strap you see that gabby
1: see you step me up again <laughs> now we're gonna lose two more listeners
0: bleeper gabs <laughs> look i don't want to spend more time on this we're obviously the uh pajama pants crew we're all big fans of perry it's clear that in the comments there's a couple bad apples but most of us are all fans of perry and if you guys are um here watching our pod. Thanks to Perry. We thank you and we welcome you with open arms.
2: Yeah. Jamie. So if we're transitioning out of that, Jamie, I have a question which is oh, there's Rex. Yeah, kid. Yeah, see? People are
0: say, say tell Rex I said, what's up, homie? I'll tell him.
2: Uh say Jamie, like that, here's though. here's what I want to know. If he's here's here's Rex. You want, you want to come say hi? Yeah. We're we're podding, baby.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's we're, the man. we're podding.
2: Wow. Hi. Man.
0: Hey, Rex. C- congratulations congratulations. On, the, uh, on the wedding, buddy. Thank or coming you. Up. Thank you, guys.
1: You're getting some good QT time with Robbie there?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in his element. I fed him well tonight. He had his chicken. That's
1: all you need to do. He had his chicken.
0: Oh, thank God. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so everything is... He's okay. He's okay
1: you're taking good care it sounds like it's so Brilliant. nice
0: to finally put a face to the name uh Rex uh, Rob talks about oh, you no almost way. every every pod and we're uh so happy that he has such a great friend in you and um maybe... since
1: forever mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah and Cass I feel like I know you so well because yeah yeah' talking about you well same uh, to you and I and uh maybe on your next wedding I'll be invited. Yeah, yeah.
3: Actually we had some cancellations if you want to just hop on a plane and, and come out here. Isn't
1: it crazy how many cancellations you'll get right before the wedding? Yeah. People kept telling me it was gonna happen. I'm like, no, it's not. And then like literally the week before it was like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. We've boom, had like
3: yeah, I think like eighteen people. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. In the last like week or two. How big yeah. is the wedding, Rex? It's uh we're Oh, I don't know what we are now. We're probably around like 180-ish.
0: Oh, that's a good
3: wedding. That's
1: nice. It's yeah. a big size. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. We invited 270. Um, oh, wow. wow. Was like really hoping that
2: all those people weren't going to show up.
1: Yeah, I um, know. You used to like, uh, you would like celebrate when you get a no. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's like, oh,
2: yeah. I'm so really going to miss you. Except yeah. for all of our friends who said, no, we're very upset they can't be here. No, of course.
3: Of course. Yeah. Of course. I, I, I would Obviously. love to have a 270-person wedding, but.
1: Who wouldn't? Of course.
2: Jamie, you want to know what i learned from staying at your place? Yeah. What? Uh, Rex, how many bottles of water showed up today? Oh, my
3: God. Four cases?
2: Yeah, I got uh, like 140 waters showed up. Poland? Poland Spring, 140 bottles because I knew what was going to happen. Straight from
0: the factory up here in Maine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they just (laughs) drove them. They drove
0: them across the street. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I got an email uh, uh, made out to you about Poland Spring water, which we can maybe read here in a little bit, but it's not good.
1: I feel like Gen Z is not happy with you, Rob. Isn't it like Gen Z would never be caught dead with single-use plastic? Yeah,
0: well, it's know, more than I, that.
2: I got, I got. I'm sure there's something bad in the water, right? That's what they're saying.
0: Um, do you want me to read it?
2: Yeah, but Jamie, here's the deal. In I remember, you your friend told me to buy that water purifier thing, and it was illegal yeah. in California yeah yeah they, they're like oh you can't buy that here it's illegal but like i couldn't get it sent to me i didn't care that they said it was illegal but i couldn't get it sent to me why why i don't know Look, who, who everything's fucking illegal in california they're like when you when you order clothes on amazon even they tell you like you know ingesting this there's poisonous oh yeah like, carcinogens ah, la uh, is crazy yeah. man yeah crazy fact, it's not yeah pain. meanwhile
1: it's like the dirtiest air in the world aside right. from like india
2: you come up here man. Maine is Maine is a different.
1: Oh, I bet. That fresh air.
0: Um uh, yeah. this is I'm just going to uh, read a little bit of this email not the whole thing, just the part about the water. It's from Curtis. He says, "Also, I find it interesting that Rob likes to drink Poland Spring water, a brand of water previously connected to Nestle. It's no secret of the Nestle exploits from slave labor to continuing to do business with Russia. I'm wondering if Rob could maybe think about Oh my god. That's about- just was
1: like so many sp- Oh, so many things.
0: Right. I wonder if Rob could maybe think about changing to a different water brand since there are hundreds of different ones out there. Rob, for comment? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the,
2: the, no, listen. The, he das
0: Vedonia, <laughs> Curtis. He,
2: he said their previous relation with Nestle. They clearly saw something was wrong and they cut ties because they're, they're fucking right. good. Responsible. Yeah, they're from Maine, 1845. Yeah. They've been going for 200 years. So long. Now, I think our
3: spokesperson about, about Poland Spring, though, is it's supposed to supposedly just tap water. Oh, that's all right. Just main tap water.
2: Well, it says 100% natural spring water. And there's a picture of a spring.
3: All right. Well, that's, listen, my cousin wor- worked at the factory uh-oh. for Poland Spring, so we'll go to him and get the. Let me get a good treat. last sip.
1: <laughs> in least, water. Yeah, I would believe <laughs> him probably more than anyone else.
0: <laughs> they filter the water through a bunch of metal springs before it gets into the... The plastic water bottle. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: You know, I know a kid, we know a kid, Paul, who used to work at Subway, and he said they would come in the tuna salad.
1: That oh. is so bad. That is so bad. That is so off. bad. There's oh no way
0: you God. could tell because it's already so salty. <laughs> oh boy. Allegedly.
1: That's so bad. <laughs> that is terrible. These are the but friends Rob terrible.
2: keeps. Yeah. It's very but good. Not Rex. One person's comment's like a big batch. I think you know it wasn't too bad. Hell yeah, wow.
0: the cum per tuna, you know, it's like spread out. So you're good. the ratio,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so thinned out. It's it's, it's practically not there.
2: That's ever, so bad. Rex, listen to the pod. Have you ever had a question you wanted to ask these two on the pod? Don't
0: don't oh, put them on okay. the spot like that. Yeah, but go ahead, please. Well, here
2: I'll ask I'll ask Jamie what I wanted to ask her after traveling this week, which is how do girls pee on planes like because i know girls hover above the seat usually yeah a yeah good setup in an airplane bathroom it's moving it's, it's it seems it's hard,
1: hard and turbulence. yeah
2: yeah your butt's hitting that seat huh it's like covered in piss
1: it's terror. is so gross it's
2: so disgusting that's why when people are like oh you do mile high club you're gonna having sex in that bathroom is you gotta no be way real fucking horny
1: you have no mile high club is like private planes you cannot fuck on a commercial no. plane. You just can't.
0: You can only masturbate on a commercial plane.
1: But
2: by the way, when they've talked about mile high club from the last, like you know, before the last fifteen years, people weren't talking about private planes. They were talking like, oh, we were on our honeymoon, like we had sex in the bathroom. They, some people just don't give a fuck. When I was like, I
1: just feel them, like it's not possible.
2: It seems that way. I don't know. I'm all about. I'm all about getting. My, I like to it's be For the comfy. kids. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. Yeah. I'd be,
1: yeah, I, those days have sailed for me.
2: Yeah, I could find a hundred things wrong with having sex in, a, in an airplane bathroom, and one good thing. Right. I, I can't. Hard,
1: hard enough for me to get it into bed. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Rex, what's the over-under? Uh, you are seeing your eye do as you look over, and there's just waterworks in, at, on Rob's face. What, what do you think the chances of that is, is happening? Uh, non-existent. I think. <laughs> you don't think so, huh, Rob? He's, he's you don't think you, the moment would hit you a little bit?
3: Maybe maybe like post-speech, you know, a little embrace. you
1: know. It's Rob. Are you giving a speech? Oh,
0: you know Rob's Best known man. for his speeches. Yeah. This Best is good. Are you going to be filming I it, cannot Rex? wait. Yeah, can I, you, yeah, get I, me, I, can you please get, you get, get got us got a some, copy? Yeah, I'll get you some content for sure.
1: You got to. Maybe you know, if somebody
0: I, could I go just, live on IG during it, that would be great. That
2: would be awesome. I spoke to rex's dad tonight and it turn, i told you they're doing open mic for the rehearsal dinner so i i'm like oh you know they're doing open mic for the and he was like he's gonna like, get to make a speech he's like i thought only you were allowed. they Aww. didn't they let anybody speak at the wedding wow yeah.
3: awesome.
1: that's yeah,
3: made of honor that's it
2: yeah wow.
1: how are you feeling rob you feeling good
2: I mean, i've been writing this shit for 30 years yeah we've been really? I, i've had
1: notes from like literally
2: like seven years ago
1: no way. Can you I'm give more- us
0: one line? Give us a little taste maybe while we, so we could see the the, the look on Rex's face as he, as he reads it. No, how, but I will tell it.
2: you this. When you ask about like, would I get emotional or whatever, but like during the wedding, there's a part of the speech that I had to cut out because I couldn't say it. I couldn't say it without getting emotional.
0: Like Wow. Practice, right?
2: Yeah, when I was practicing saying it, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't get it. I can't get it out even alone. Like, I couldn't get it out.
1: Right. Let alone looking at Rex and all these people and feeling the overwhelming just love in a room. Yeah
0: you going to
1: write a note with that
0: line? Or, yeah. You Can you try it line? now? And maybe, oh, I can't say it now. <laughs> if, if we did it now, but I played like fart sounds or something like circus music <laughs> in the background to kind of help ruin it.
1: Just read it in a Perry Caravella voice. Uh,
2: oh, uh, yeah. If Perry was here, I could probably do it.
1: Uh, you should
0: give write it. give it to Perry. Have Perry deliver it.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> have Perry do a cameo. I should give it to someone else for the open mic
2: because it's so good. Whoa. but it really is it's next level but i can't say it it's too it's too it's too I tough you're, s- no. yeah
0: yeah exactly
2: I, I should write you it right now and have you read it on the <laughs> oh. Dude,
0: that'd be so uh, good
2: yeah, but that, you're but not gonna
0: I, put it in your speech just do that just write it right now
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh should i yeah. yeah and then gabby will clip it and this will be our clip for the week <laughs> and in the I? meantime oh. while you're doing that i can get to an email to give you a sec
2: yeah, Perfect. you and you and Jamie do something. I'll write it out. We'll have
1: Rex oh,
0: this be- is gonna be good.
1: Yeah, all right. Oh, all right. this Hold is on. awesome.
0: Oh, this is gonna be good. Okay. Um, there's a couple emails here. There was uh, well, we need Rob for this one, but um, okay. Look, here's one. Um, I'll read the beginning part from Curtis, who just gave us the uh, sort of the guilty sort of summation of Poland Springs. Um, the beginning of his email says, hey, I've been listening to you all for a while now. And first time emailing, hope all is well. Jamie Robb, I'm a huge Sopranos fan. And Jamie, I loved you and Entourage. Wishing you all the best. As public figures in the entertainment industry, I must bring up something that I I read that is sort of disturbing. I don't know, Perry. This last podcast was the first time I've heard of him. So I looked up his Wiki page and wondered why you would bring someone onto your pod and joke with him when he must have very strong negative feelings towards the gay community so much that he would quote unquote run for president with those ideals. I feel like if you weren't just having him on as a joke, I didn't quite get it. Um, one last thing, Jamie, my sister-in-law has MS too, and I appreciate how open you are with your disorder. And I share what you say with her all the time. Anyways, here's my rant for the day. Much love and respect to you all. Um, Curtis is talking about, yeah, please respond to that, Jamie.
1: No, that's just nice. I'm like, it's like when you, when I hear things like that, it makes me feel good to just feel like, oh, wow. Like you would share something with someone that you felt could help them because of me. It's just nice.
0: And in regards to uh, Perry's feelings around the gay community, I I don't know what he said publicly. Um, I do know that he has a a homophobia um, because of an incident that happened to him in 1992, where he uh, gave, A producer a blowjob for a role on a movie starring christina applegate um but i was under the impression that he really enjoyed that experience and so to to hear that he's kind of made public statements against the uh lgbtq plus community is is kind of concerning and we i want to just state this publicly we do not agree with perry uh if he does have any um sort of uh, transphobic or uh, anti-homosexual. I like
1: that we have Rob's typing sound in the background. Right, right it makes it sound very
0: official. Like we're sending this to the president, to the desk of Joe Biden. (laughs) Thank you, Curtis from Wisconsin. Uh, Okay, this one's from Derek. He says, I recently discovered this podcast after looking into what the cast of The Sopranos was doing after the show ended. I absolutely love it, by the way. It took me a while to have the courage and time to watch The Sopranos. My Italian family guilted me not to watch it because they saw it as just another way for Hollywood to sell the stigma and stereotypes of being Italian. They were afraid I would despise my heritage or succumb to Hollywood's take on it. Who knows? But the Italian guilt was real. At 28, I finally finished watching the entire show, and I have to say I really enjoyed how it painted the strength of an Italian family. Plenty of the scenes of Tony... And Carm worrying about AJ really resonated with me as well. I was also a little stunade.
1: Mm, Jamie, am I what? saying that
0: right? Stunade. 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 Stunad. Man, every, any Italian that had even just a, a, a monicum of respect for me just lost it. Uh, anyways, glad That's to true. see you all doing well. I still have not told my parents I've watched the show. Maybe I'll tell them over Thanksgiving. Uh, wow. Juana Fortuna. What? Biona Fortuna. Okay. Did you ever get a lot of like, uh, it was hard to hate. I've never really hear anyone hate on the Sopranos, but did anyone um, have that opinion about the Sopranos that it was like,
1: I remember in the beginning when it first started. Yes. Yes. Like this is, uh, um, you know, discriminating against Italians and of course further, you know, pushing in the stereotype Blah blah, 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 blah um so yeah i remember there was some of that for sure
2: rob are you ready yeah what we're talking about how our show was racist well we're just no, like did do anyone... you remember yeah.
1: remember there was like a there was a time when like there was like the italian defamation league blah 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 blah, blah.
0: oh wow the whole league huh
1: yeah oh the whole <laughs> one
2: yeah the, the right, entire so one i just wrote this Quick. I, I could I could do much better, but you'll get the gist of what I was trying to say. I'm yeah.
0: sure it's wonderful. Uh, so Rex is going to read it?
2: Oh, yeah. Rex just cleared his throat. Hold on. Here it comes.
0: Okay. This is a uh, statement that you just wrote. Rob, do you want to set this up what, where this comes from? And this was going to go in a speech, but now it's not?
2: Yeah. This was going to be in my best man. You, you were asking if he if, to Rex if he think I might cry in the speech. Yeah. And I was saying, and of course he said, no, I'm a man. But besides that, he. I was saying, <laughs> I was saying, Jamie loves that. I was saying uh, there was a part in my best man speech when I was writing it that I had to take out because I couldn't. When trying to say it out loud, I couldn't get through it. I don't even know if I'll be able to sit here.
0: Well, you have to because oh, yeah. we. And we now need to we're see getting to hear it here. Yeah, ladies and, and Rex gentlemen. Rex is getting it. Rex
1: just <laughs> ditched his entire wedding. I might room, walk away. I, with I might walk away.
0: Rex is going to perform an original best man (laughs) speech by Robert Eiler. By Robert Eiler.
2: Yeah, by the way, he's reading this as me.
1: Okay.
3: Something horrible happened in my life. My body and brain just went to autopilot, and I instantly grabbed my phone and dialed Rex. I was having dinner with Rex and Jess one night, and I told her this. Her Her reply was, yeah, that's because Rex has a way of making... Everything seemed like it's gonna be okay, and I had never realized that before. But it's true. He does. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so Rex and Jess, if you are
0: ever in a hard,
3: God damn it,
2: <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is what you wanted, Cass. This is, this is, all... oh. this is cool. guys. This is
0: a nice moment. This is a nice moment. Keep I reading.
1: I love this so much. <laughs>
3: So Rex and Jess, if you are ever in a hard time in life or in your relationship, please know you have 185 people in this room right now who can be your Rex, who can be your Rex and remind you of this night and all the love that is in this room and make you feel (laughs) like everything is going to be
1: okay.
0: That's really nice.
1: So nice.
0: I got to be honest, it's a little, it's getting a little watery over on this side too.
1: <laughs>
0: Rob, you really know how to lay down those words, buddy.
1: You do. You do. But I I can say I've had like a seat to like watch your friendship since you guys were like literally kids. I met you when you were 12 or 13. He so met
2: me when I was 12 and I met him when I was six.
1: Yeah. Wow. I mean, like, Rex. I remember you talking about Rex, all, always Rex, 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 Rex. Like, that was everything. And I met him through all the years of everything. Yeah. You know, you've you've always, even as immature little kids, cared <laughs> deeply about each other. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. yeah. And I've seen. I love it. It's been interesting to see Rob's progression through life. I'm
1: sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. For you and more than anyone, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah and i owe this guy you know a ton you know for for everything he's he's done for me
1: i don't doesn't sound like either of you owe either of you anything like you both have really been there for each other it's awesome
3: yeah it's it's
1: i feel like i'm at a wedding this is amazing
0: thank you for inviting
1: me that was so sweet i'm so glad i could make it
0: feel like we're part of (laughs) it yeah yeah that was really great that's
1: why i wore a dress today
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've said this before, but like the people Rob keeps around him.
1: Yes. If
0: they're in his orbit, there's good reason for it. You know, yeah. he, he doesn't keep he, and you know, this, he doesn't keep anyone around that isn't, you know, uh, like authentic, um, somebody who's like a, uh, just like a real person. And the fact that, you know, he refers to you as his best friend and he just speaks so highly of you all the time. I mean, I've, I, I can I can see that there's a, a really deep friendship there, and it really is so nice to see. And um yeah. glad that we got to witness that on a me too on a very small scale. But yeah, man, should work that <laughs> into the speech.
1: I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I yeah. tried to get, get, get it, but those are the moments that
0: people see that. That's like oh, waterworks. The whole place you bring down the whole crowd. You know, little vulnerability like that. Ooh, mama.
2: I couldn't it's do good. it. I, I was even like, oh, maybe I could say it after something funny. And I tried saying it this way, saying that I I couldn't do it. I couldn't. The part where I was like, let them be your Rex. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not
0: nice. even if you go like
1: ha, ha, ha,
0: right after. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I got I got Rex as a gun that just says "Pow." Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was really sweet.
1: Oh, uh, that was so nice.
0: Rex, yeah. so happy for you, buddy. And, and you. I, I really hope to come uh, say hi to you in person one day or next time you're out this way.
3: Def, definitely going to do that. I, like I said, you yeah, know, feel like I know you. Um, yeah, same. Well want to definitely hang out with you. You seem like a great guy. Funny. yeah you thank laugh. you sir oh, okay. yeah yeah
0: same to you uh, well I, I i appreciate that and uh maybe i can come stay in the bunker back there where rob is staying absolutely. right now <laughs> absolutely.
2: yeah oh, the yeah. Cans of high noon yeah, yeah. the cases yeah. of coors light yeah yeah
1: and the coronas
3: yeah but uh and jamie i love you i like,
1: love you i've
3: known you for a long time too and we've for a really long times time. over the years and Mm-hmm.
1: i'll
3: let you guys get back to it Thanks for having me. All right, enjoy Rex. your
1: night and your weekend. I yeah. hope it's everything you could have ever wanted. Yeah. I hope it just goes so great, and you will just continue again. to be so happy.
2: You're my you're my favorite guest we've ever had. Oh wow! That's right. Yeah.
0: That was probably the best guest we've had, minus Perry.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. All
1: time. Well, let me yeah. go
0: go sob for a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yes,
1: you do that. I'll I'll you like guys it. have fun. I love you too. I'll be up in a little bit.
3: Absolutely. Take your time. Yeah.
0: I gotta tell you, that was one of my all-time favorite Me moments too. of the pod.
1: Me too. I loved
0: it. You're a good. You're a good kid, Robbie. Thank you, babe. You're gonna sleep good tonight.
2: You're a good friend too. I had to. I had to call Cass. I was in a little, you know, not great thing <laughs> oh, last week or whenever. Ah, it's not, you know, pod stuff. But like I was talking to Cass, he just had great advice. He's a good person. To, Talk to. He's got a great head on his shoulders, and uh yeah, you know, when,
0: when things are down for Robbie, they're up for me, and when things are up for Robbie, they're down for me. You know, it's so funny. That's how it really
2: is. Right? It's it's crazy.
0: <laughs> we teeter totter, but we are on the same piece of wood. Do you know what Can I mean? Can I
1: tell you both something though? And this isn't like out of jealousy or anything. It's more like I know you both think like because I have a busy life and I have kids, <laughs> I know, like, bother me. But if something's wrong, or if you're going through something, you know you could I will put aside a time to- put aside time, yeah, for you no matter what I would have going on, right yeah.
2: yeah, of course, I always feel that way, but it's but it's also it's part of me that says like if if I can talk to someone I know else the about way you this think
1: about it I yeah, know. it's
2: like if I could talk to someone else about this, like you know I you know, I think that's probably better. You know,
1: I get it. I get
2: it. You yeah, gotta... just, and you've I,
1: been
0: I that person that. for me before, Jamie, you know, and I've had uh, yeah. questions about girls are like, where do I find this on their body? You know, you've, all, <laughs> you've been you've been very and sweet. I'm
1: like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: But there is honest. If I'm being honest, there is a part of me that's like, I don't know how you mentally have time for any of that stuff, because like.
1: I you barely, don't, you know, you're so big. I know, I for you guys. I know like, you would. I don't. But I the, will.
0: But, we, but me and Rob are more than I think a regular person hate to ever feel like we're inconveniencing anyone. And I know we would never, we would never inconvenience but you by doing that. But
1: this is why I brought this up.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: Look. Well, but taken. also, you you've said things on this pod and talking to you on this pod that have helped me in relationships and and I've put it into use, you know, and stuff you said from uh-huh. your point of view or girls, but even when, I remember when you said, like, you changed part of, like, you know, I don't know if you made me more, like, uh, empathetic or whatever when, like, or not empathetic, I guess it would be sympathetic when, like, Aware? yeah, or, 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 like, I think it's sympathetic is the thing where it's, like, if you're, like, in a relation, in the beginning of a relationship, there are a lot of insecurities. You know, where with me, like I, I don't. Not that I'm not insecure. I just don't see it that way. Because in the beginning of a relationship, I'm like, I, I got you're. I'm so stiff arming people, and they can't get in. That I don't. I don't have a lot of insecurities because if in the beginning of a relationship, someone's like, you're this. I'm like, yeah, I fucking am. Get out of here. Like you know, I'm not yeah. vulnerable in the beginning. It takes time before I'm that way. So like. You know right. When you said like, yeah, in the beginning, there can be a lot of insecurities in a relationship and this, it makes me more sympathetic when somebody's saying something. I'm like, oh, maybe that comes from a place of insecurity instead mm-hmm. of actually being upset at something I did or this. So like I can talk to the person I'm dating from that perspective and it's helped me a lot.
1: Oh, I've, that's so nice.
0: Yeah, Jamie, you I'm give so you give great advice and I don't even think, you know, you sometimes know I'm you're not doing it. i not meaning to.
1: I don't. Yes. Yeah. I never feel like I. You been.
0: also, but also even when you're not at like outwardly giving advice, just, I think you lead by example in a really great way. I, I think just watch, and I've said this to you, but like just watching you and Cutter be parents has is, is been like a school in its own, just like how you guys operate, you know, like uh, having a full-time job and a full-time family and a, and a husband who works and like kids who were sick and like moving. Yeah. And, and, you know, these are all uh, things I think just kind of I've had a front row seat, to And there's like a that's like invaluable all the time that I've been able to, to spend there. So even when you're not like giving advice specifically, I think you're giving advice. So it's you do your that's fair nice. share. Yeah. Well, well, guys,
1: thank you. both.
0: That was a really nice pod.
1: Wow, that flew by.
2: Yeah, Uh, and and by the way, Jamie, just so you know, essentially, you're kind of giving me the advice because you gave Kasim your therapist, and then mm -hmm. when Kasim gives me advice, (laughs) he's giving it stuff from the therapist, so it's really like you're helping me.
1: You're welcome.
2: In every way, yeah, there you go. You're welcome. That's it, you're, you know, that's what you do, even when you're not, you don't know you're helping people, you're just making their lives better, but Kasim, Kasim just comes with like, you know, Great advice. Solid stuff. Yes. And you know, in a way of like, well, you're sure you're seeing it from this side. You're sure you're doing
1: Yeah. You he, he yeah. feels very diplomatic with his like he like it you don't you never feel there's any like heat behind it in a way of like you're 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 not playing favorites. You're not just gonna take my side because I'm your friend. I feel like you're you're like reasonable.
0: Yeah, thanks. I, I think you guys also do that like perfectly. I think there is uh a little bit of like trying to read the room, because sometimes when I'm sad and Rob's, you know, I've I've, I've kind of seen him do this is like, sometimes I just want somebody to agree with me, even if I'm, you know, just <laughs> like to yeah, just be like, yeah, that wasn't cool. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then you some, want your feelings validated. Totally.
0: And like there's and I don't want that all the time because then I'll feel like when you do it all the time, it doesn't really mean anything. So right. there's there's like a really there's an emotional intelligence that it takes to do that. Yes. You both haven't spades and i think that really comes in handy and all i'm doing when i'm trying to do it is like replicate what you guys have given me
2: so well that said
1: we got a lot of love on this pod
2: that's i a love pod. you guys very much uh-huh. love
1: you go enjoy your weekend rob
0: yeah for sure have a great have a great ceremony crush your speech i'm sure you will um, yeah, the stuff
2: that's in there is still is still pretty good. But I'm not I'm not going to uh, I'm not going for funny, but also Rex's sister, who I've known for 30 years and probably has never given me a compliment. I think she gave me like the closest thing to a compliment ever. She goes, "Hey Rob," she goes, "Do us a favor." She goes, "Keep the speech like you." short and sweet. (laughs) I was like, all right, malls. Like, yeah, thanks. It was good. It was funny. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: I think you can be, you can be really funny if you get really, like you hit a moment like you, that like you can give them that real salty, that real sweet in the same speech.
2: Yeah. I got three sections of it. And the first one is very light and funny. Then the middle one is like, Oh, that's sweet. And then the the, the last one is, you know, you kill them. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be good.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait to, to watch the wedding video. Um, All right. That's a pod. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, do us a favor. Click that subscribe button. Click that notification bell. Our videos go live every Tuesday. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. We have a subreddit, r slash pajama fans podcast. Jamie and I are on Instagram and Twitter. Rob's off the grid, so do not try and contact him. And uh, we'll be back next week with another pod. You'll still be in Maine. Jamie, uh, you'll probably be in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I'll be in Culver City, California. You guys, got anything? Love Thank you guys you for taking
1: the time while you're there. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love Thanks, you guys. Bud. Bye.
0: Okay, bye.